the Badger, Variety Hour, Jeremy, and Charles. Is this? Is this ASMR? No. 91.7 FM, WSUM. The opinions on this show do not reflect the views <laughs> of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Facts. And with that, let's begin. How you doing tonight, John? <laughs> good. No, good, I'm good. That was a little uh, weird. Like, someone just took the mic and started talking. I don't ghosts or something yeah i don't really know what's going on spooky spooky wednesday my my lab manager reminded me that today is the anniversary of when the u.s entered world war ii oh he's like so zoomer question for you i'm like oh, okay say, say the anniversary of pearl harbor or? yeah oh. yeah he's like what happened on december 7th american history wise i'm like <laughs> I don't know. Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> dude, I just, yeah, I just like we just had that uh, day in my World War Two class a couple weeks ago. Okay, so you're um, you're in World War Two class. I've yeah. I don't. I'm also just kind of like dumb, and I like forget history. But yeah. I've I've been I've been removed from history for like six six years. Like that was the last time I took like an American history class. And he like asked me, he's like, so why do we enter World War Two? And I like just forgot. Uh, it was oh, like Pearl really? Harbor. And I was like, was it the sinking of the Lusitania? And he's like, that was <laughs> World War One. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> which I feel like most people wouldn't even remember. That. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Really. Which is funny you... that I thought of that. And he's like, it involves Japan. And I'm like, oh, Pearl Harbor. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of embarrassing. But. I don't blame you for not maybe remembering. Yeah, maybe I mean, okay. Maybe maybe not knowing why we joined World War Two, but not knowing. Well, that I today like knew it, was but Pearl I, Harbor. Just, I I think it was just the fact that he's like quiz time, where I was just yeah. like, I don't know, I just wasn't. You maybe I wasn't prepared biology. or something. Yeah, yeah, just wasn't thinking about it. But. No, I've got tomorrow might be my last lecture in that class, actually. Yeah, Again. how has that been, man? A whole semester dedicated to what, like six years of more history? Than six years. Um, World War Two? Well, no, it? like the class covering, covering oh, six years. Okay, the war itself is like six years, seven or something. Wasn't uh, it like thirty-eight to forty-five? Yeah. Um, but so it it talked like but it also covers like did it go into World War One a little bit? The end of World War One, and then also like um, the consequences of World War Two or something. Yeah, like how, why did World War Two happen? And you like you can't explain that in just the the time of the actual war. Like you just also you explain it with like. Well, here's the history, the cultural history of like the major powers involved and like what made them want to go to war and stuff like that. But yeah, one more lecture today. It's been, it's a cool, it was a really cool class. Honestly, I probably learned the most in it this semester just because I've, I don't really take history classes ever. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this, mm, this is either the first or second. This is the first like strictly hard history, um, like classics almost type of course that I've taken in college. Was that, was that essay you were writing last, was that last Wednesday? Was that for that class? Was that last Wednesday? I think. Cause I it, think, didn't yeah, I drop you off at the library? Yeah. Yeah. That was last. That was, yeah, for, that was, that for, was for the class. Yeah. That was a, that was our second paper of the semester and it was, Oh, there's another one. I have a take home. Oh, take beautiful, home beautiful little present for you. So there's no <laughs> <laughs> Christmas comes early, baby. Oh yeah, but it's um, I've got a. So we have one normal lecture next week, and then next Tuesday is um, I think just some sort of wrap up thing. But then we're also spending like 25 minutes on the like um, multiple choice section of our final. It should, it'll only take like 20, 25 minutes. And that's like, there's a, just multiple choice. And then there's also like putting things in order hmm. of how, the, of what happened in like, you know, the Pacific theater, the, um, in the European theater and the Mediterranean theater. And then having to like be able to take those three theaters and have their timelines and then be able to kind of lay them over each other. And Matt, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which I find really hard actually. Well, yeah. Cause you probably learned them in 
separate units, right? Mm-hmm. Or did they, did they teach it in chronological order? Well, uh, we teach it in chronological order, but like we'll spend one day just talking about, okay, well, here's what happened big in event. Europe. Yeah. Like we'll talk like one whole lecture about um, like the liberation of France or something by like the allies. And then like the next lecture is, oh, I don't know, like Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And then being able to like, well, those maybe, I don't, I guess I don't really remember how exactly do they line up and overlap. They're on two different parts of the world too. So like part of that class question, one of the questions could be like, what else was going on while, um, let's say Japan bombed Pearl Harbor and it would say like A, B and C, like what else was like battle of Stalingrad, like what it came before. Yeah. Like, no, like, like what lines up, like what was currently happening in the other parts of the country as part of the war when this happened or yeah. Like, what came first, like Battle of London, Siege of Belgium, like See, I, Russia, love, like, I love classes Germany like that. Russia. Yeah, like that's why I love my bio because other like the hard sciences, like like physics, chemistry, even math, it's not just rote memorization. Like mm-hmm. you have to, yeah, you really have to like kind of like apply the concepts more. Like you really need to like, I, which for this is just like. If you it's just like, study it, you'll yeah, know it, you know? Yeah. Which like, I like. Usually what we do is we just build one massive timeline and then just kind of like top says what was going on in Europe, bottom says what was going on like in the Pacific Theater. Yeah. And yeah. oh my gosh. I don't know. The Pacific Theater's hard. It's just a, I mean, it was just a bunch of like small island victories yeah. and just like a lot of naval battle and then it's just jungles. Whereas, you know, Europe... It's kind of the names I feel like everyone associates with World War Two. Yeah. And like, you know, like I definitely know a lot more about Europe. Other than like Hiroshima and Nagasaki, I really didn't know much about what happened in the Pacific Theater. No. Class. Yeah. They don't teach that in normal high school history very no. much. But it's a cool class and I'd recommend not even just taking a World War Two class, but I mean like if you have the chance to just take one history class and something that you think find remotely interesting like i literally knew nothing about world war ii before taking the class like i couldn't even have told you when it started or ended yeah and now it's like I, that's why i was saying like i've learned the most because i think this is where my this is the class this semester where my my baseline knowledge was the least so basically everything that is taught in this class is new and new information oh right? that's kind of cool though. which isn't really the case for a lot of my other yeah i was gonna classes. say so do there's one bound there. to be things that you already know yeah i mean Especially when you get become an upperclassman, like especially for bio classes. I think this goes with any class, but even the upper level classes, like they always come in as like assuming that you know the knowledge, but then they'll spend like a week reviewing like, oh, the components of a cell. And it's like, yeah. dude, I've learned this four times. So tell me what an like, organelle is again. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, I'm taking a lot of conservation classes this semester and all the concepts are overlapping, like just with things I've taken previously so it's like well here's like i mean you come into it a little dusty right Where yeah you, like, of course don't I do. fully know it like would you want those lectures or would you rather just them skip to the, like the like the stuff that you don't know at all i think I, I like a mix of both i don't know because so you think how they do it is is good like it makes the classes easy for me but it's also a lot of repeat information but do you think you'd classes. be fine if they just kind of skip the intro Reviews. stuff that you already know yeah I guess it depended on what the class was on. I like remember for like any of these conservation classes, like they we will about. also with conservation classes, we're not really doing like hard in depth science. So, you know, like, yeah, it's more talking about like, um, just conservation strategies or like how ranges are affected by certain things or like in like bi- where biodiversity is really common, like saying like biodiversity and having something like, okay, I'm talking too fast. Having like bio, saying biodiversity is really common, like around the equator and like also talking about how climate affects biodiversity and stuff like that. Like that's something that's been taught in like a lot of my classes. Yeah. And so it kind of gets to the point where the last exam I took for this extinction of species course, I feel like I've talked about sometimes on the show. Um, the last exam I took it was like when I sat down to study, I just kind of looked at the study guide and I was just like, I don't even like feel like I need to look at this right now. Like I was like, let's just kind of go through and look at the concepts from each week and just make sure I have a base good understanding of them. Cause this class yeah. also isn't 
Um, this example of this course, this course was open to anyone. You don't have to even be a life science major to take yeah. this class. So it's a lot of like baseline information. Review so it's like and, yeah. I took the exam like for this class, like with the knowledge of my other classes. Like I didn't even really use the knowledge I learned in this class to take this final. Yeah. Which I don't know if I'm going to be able to do again because the next, the next exam is next week. But I don't know. I haven't really thought about that exam at As all. As in, like, you might have to study? I might have to actually, like, go through, and especially since I just had the flu and I missed, like, I don't even know what they covered last week because I wasn't there. Yeah. So I'll probably have to go back. What's your final schedule look like? <laughs> Do you know? It's brutal, but then I get done early. Oh, we talked so. about this already. Yeah. I have one next Friday, Saturday, Monday, and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. But it's like a grind, you know. I actually don't think I have anything running during finals period. Yeah, now I mean, I'm thinking about because my museum class is a paper and in pr- a presentation. History class is the take home essay. Extinction of species. The the final is going to be offered during the very last class. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So, are you going to leave mega early then? I might. And then agroecology, I just think we got one more quiz and then it's over. What are your what are your plans for winter break? What do you think you you got anything? I on think the board I'm just gonna or? go home. Uh, we yeah, got, that's um, what I'm doing, but like I'm going up to uh my cabin for New Year's. Classic, yeah. Yeah. And then um the week after, um, it's kinda like a tradition for my high school friends to all go to you you've met Dylan. Yeah, yeah, you always say that. Yeah, so yeah, funny. Sean and Dylan. Um, <laughs> I haven't met Sean. Yeah, but uh, his twin brother. Um, go up to their family's um, lake house in West Bend, and so we just get like, I don't know, six to ten of us, like our old high school clique, and we all just go up there and we just spend a weekend up there. And that's usually like the one time this semester, like we're all all in one place. Yeah. Bring that's, the Polaroid, that's for sure. Yeah, I did last year. We have to we we took a picture of all of us. Yeah. On this couch, and so we're gonna iconic it right there. Yeah, you, I feel like you've seen that picture. Oh yeah, I definitely have. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna recreate that. Me and Charles have shout out listeners. Me and Charles both have like these super retro Polaroids. Like, as in anyone above the age of forty listening to this, like. The Polaroid you probably think of. Yeah. Like, at first it looks like a box, and then you can, like, crack it open, and then mm-hmm. there's, like, the full camera with the big Polaroids, not the ones you see today where it's, like... The pocket wallet ones. Yeah, not yeah. to, like, make fun of those people, but, like, yeah. Well, it's also it's just kind of mini pictures. Well, when I know? got mine, too, I wanted, like... Because, you know, that's a really big market, again. Polaroid cameras and film is really expensive. Yeah, it's, but, I feel like it's coming back, yeah. kind of like vinyl, which is yeah. interesting. But I, I remember when I wanted to get one, I didn't want to get a new one. Like I wanted, a, I wanted like a genuine one, one that like you know was made in the seventies, and I like the you know, or whatever. And so that's something you can really only buy at like a yard sale or like yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. So I, I got mine on Facebook Marketplace, but I mean the they make they make the exact same cameras um now but it's just the tech is so much better that even like those do they make them that retro style like they that? make them in that retro style but like i still think the hardware is really new so like the the, the pictures are really really nice and it still develops like a normal polaroid yeah, and they develop on film did polaroid doesn't make what what film do we we use 600 film yeah 600. they don't they don't make it's so weird because Polaroid stopped making film for their old, old cameras, like the ones me and you have. So it's like a third party, I think, that makes it. I don't know. I don't I'm pretty know. sure. I haven't bought film in a long time, actually. Yeah, I haven't either. I, I mean, you used to go crazy with those. I haven't lately. I haven't taken it, but honestly, I don't think I've used it since probably winter break last year. Yeah, now, now thinking now of this, I got to make it. sure I bring that that thing home for break because, well, we did, we just don't really get uh, get together as friends as much anymore you know i'd say the like the large group of us that doesn't really happen. and if it is it's like usually you know we're going out somewhere it's like i'm not i'm not bringing i'm not gonna bring Polaroid. my I have camera to a bar whereas yeah. the previous years it was always i mean 
me, Alex, Keegan, Ike, we had this like all all the members of the house were all like really tight knit, and we like all of our friend group was kind of connected by that house. I feel like so we always kind of had an excuse to get together there. But yeah, I want to get the Polaroid going. I got a I I started a photo album with my all of mine. I don't know if I even showed you that, but. I bought like an official Polaroid like photo album. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's cool. I've I've I think I have more pictures than you at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've, you do. That's mine are all just taped to the wall. That's yeah, birthday and Christmas. That's always something I ask for is film. So mm-hmm. I don't have to buy it because I think it's like I got it because I don't have any right now. I want to say it's like thirty. It's either twenty five or thirty dollars for eight pictures, which is like, I mean, what is that? That's it's like over a little over three dollars a shot. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, one thing I really liked. Um, and again, it's also kind of coming back in style, so it's a little more expensive, but similar price point. Something I really liked that I did for not an eyes birthday party last year was getting a disposable camera. Yeah, that's something that I don't. I don't know. I haven't got, gotten behind as much for some that reason. That one, well, because also it's just the process is so much longer. Like, you don't. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think you're right. They're That's finicky. the thing. It's like, so you bring this to a party one night, and then. It's got like 20 shots and on And then it. you're like, oh, let's take a disposable. And then it's like, but then it's not like instant, like a Polaroid. Like 20 minutes later, I can show you the picture. It's like, oh, like I'll yeah. give it to you in a month or something. It's just not. It, it was kind of fun because. Um, you have to go and get the pictures developed, and then so you yeah. have to walk somewhere. And I gave, I just give them the camera. And but then, like you said, don't it runs into more problems with what? Is, what do they call it? Over exposure. Yeah, yeah, don't isn't that a common thing? Yeah, that happens yeah. With like those? you really got to make sure that like the lighting is right because like it has such a crappy little flash in the, yeah. in the camera that a lot of the pictures for my birthday, everyone looks like. They're, like you can almost can't even see their eyes. It's Uh-oh. like just washed out completely. Or just yeah, Casper the Ghost. Flash, or... Yeah, but some of them are really cute. And then you also got to make sure that you know, you're at a party and you're just asking people to take pictures for you. Like they don't have their finger in front of the lens. Yeah, shout out Morgan. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah, Morgan did do that. Uh, yeah, it's a, still a good picture of Scott and I. It happens. It's it just happens. a big fat thumb in the corner. Me and my me and my grandpa got a picture together a couple of years ago, like in front of our house and. My grandma was like, oh, I'll take your picture. It's just kind of a funny photo because like half of the picture is covered up by your finger. Oh, really? but you can still see us. Yeah, that's exactly like, what the one of me and Scott looks it's like. It's just kind of like. It, it was fun because like I said, it, you have to give it to them and then they'll be like, all right, it's going to take like a week and a half or a week to get these pictures back. Yeah. So then at that point, it's been almost two weeks since I took the pictures, you know, and, and two weeks in college is a long time. Like you, you quickly forget about that weekend, yeah. you know, and you kind of move on to other things. Well, then I was just like, I don't even remember what I took pictures of. Yeah, exactly. That's it's also like saying. it was my like, birthday. And you my, just move on and kind of, kind of forget like, I'll about take a picture it. of this. I'll take a picture of yeah. this. Take a picture of this. So then it was fun. And then to have like big fat hard copies that come in a big envelope, like that's really fun. Yeah. But it was expensive. It was like the camera itself, I think was like 20 bucks or something like that and then to get them developed was like another maybe 12 it was expensive yeah it's probably even more than that i don't know that's the thing about college though it just goes by so fast that i'm so grateful we had friends like me you morgan that would make an effort to to, to take some flicks. You yeah, know? that's true. You, you, me, and her are the ones that are... Because there's so many parties where... we're taking pictures of everything. Where, yeah, maybe maybe we didn't take a picture. And then you quickly forget about these parties mm-hmm. and get-togethers. Like, I couldn't even name, I don't know, one party from sophomore year that, like, stuck out to me. But, like, if you have a picture, it, like, brings back all those memories that you kind of forget. Well, yeah, because It's really cool. I was just... Um Jeremy was asking me for pictures of the two of us. Yeah, yeah. And it's most of it is just pictures of us at parties. And like, I, I look at it, I'm like, oh, wow. I was like, I haven't thought about that night. Because that was, you know, some of those pictures are two years old now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like, I haven't thought about that night in two years, probably. Yeah. Not since it happened. Yeah. Or some of them I looked at, I'm like, I don't even know where that was. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, we got a, 
I don't even know if we'll have a picture for this week's episode. We might have to ask um, station manager. To yeah, take like quick I actually, I'm, a, I'm actually down to do <laughs> like that. Like after right, after this. Yeah. Then we can maybe get some this weekend too. Yeah. The new daily up the the weekly upload schedule. Yep. Kind of starving us of pictures. Yeah, it is. It not is. have a repeat. Takes them quick. Makes it makes it an excuse to get one every week. Though. Yeah, that's true. It's good. But what did you do this weekend? See, this is the thing. Like, like I just forget what I do. This <laughs> is why this going is a, on another reason why I need pictures. I I'm trying to even think. There's a while well, you're thinking. There's a really good. I feel like I sent it to you, and I've sent it to so many people, and it's kind of like a love it or hate it song. But um, "Pristine" by Snail Mail. Did you ever listen to that song when I sent you? Is it that one? "Pristine" by Snail. Mail. I don't think I got around to it. Um, there's one line in it that I just really, really like, and she just screams like, "Like it seems like the same party every single weekend, doesn't it?" Like this, she mm. like, and I'm, I was just like, "That I feel that." And I, I'm I feel like, I, so I, I don't know. It's just. Sometimes I feel like that. Yeah. And, you know, I think I've gotten better at not, you know, jumping at every opportunity to go party and hang out. But, like, sometimes it does feel like that. Like, we were out two weeks ago after the football game, and I'm exhausted, and I didn't really want to be there, but all my friends were going, and I went. Yeah. And then I'm just kind of sitting at the bar, and I'm like, three hours from now, am I going to be happy that I, like, chose to stay? Yeah. Probably not. So I just went home. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, all right, guys, nope, going home. That was it. Yeah. But for some reason, that little song lyric resonates. Even when yeah. you're saying, like, looking at pictures of us at parties and being like, I don't even know where that was. Well, that, that's a valuable lesson that I've, I think I've learned this year is that, you know, maybe it's good to see your friends, but if it's not in the right setting that you want it to be, is it is it worth your time if you're not going to enjoy yourself you know mm-hmm. you work all week grinding and if you don't want to do it i mean it's up to you you know i want to see my friends but i don't like going to bars every weekend like that's why i was that's why i asked you on what was that was that friday or saturday yeah i, I would i would have said yes but i had a hundred just to just to chill <laughs> i didn't i didn't want to like go out or anything i just wanted to just talk i don't, I don't think we get that as, no. as much anymore it's, it's nice, nice to do that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I completely laid low. Yeah, me and yeah. If you guys listened last week, me and Charles both were kind of sick. I was, I was Getting coming older. down from a fever at that point. Like I, I, I broke it a couple of nights yeah. earlier, but I think yours was. I was going just up. starting to heat up. Yeah, yeah. that was because that was. I remember saying that I had woken up for my like Wednesday class feeling bad. And I had been coughing a lot the day before, and I could, I don't think I could tell if it was like that. You know, you have days sometimes you wake up and it's this like morning wall grogginess of yeah. like I just really don't want to go, and then usually it's, you have to go. It's yeah. class, so I went. And then you know it's like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, and noon, it's still there. and I'm still it's still there. Yeah, and then like I'm basically sleeping, standing up. And you're like maybe this isn't in my like three hour long class and I'm like I should not have come and then so yeah then I go back home and I didn't go to any class the rest of the week actually yeah but yeah me and me and Charles weren't together over Thanksgiving break but I think somehow we got the same thing I don't know I think we at the I I already went to the game together I was I, I started getting chills at like in Camp Randall Okay. That's how I know I didn't get it there. I got it on, I got it when I went out to the bars in Oshkosh on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I think. I was thinking, I don't know. My guess was that I got it at the tailgate, but I mean, you know, Alex Gowing was sick and he was at the tailgate. Sarah was sick. She was at the tailgate and they're all with the flu, all with fever, chill. Yeah. It's just running rampant. I, yeah, I wanted to bring the the text up you sent to me because that was kind of a crazy stat just with... Charles shot me a little little graph. What was it yesterday or two days ago? I think that was yesterday. Yeah, it was. I think the most confirmed cases of flu in one week, which was yeah, this this US past is, week following Thanksgiving. The U.S. has never recorded this many positive flu tests in one week. 
Yeah, was the was the article, and then yeah, like that's crazy. the fig. I mean, the figure was just. I guess I'll try and describe it. But X axis was it just kind of showed like <laughs> November, December, January. Like it's just the flu season. Yeah, and um, we're like almost double, um, what like last year and years previous, like the end of the flu season. Yeah, like, and, and they have they have data on there before COVID for the yeah. Like, just so we have, you know, you have some reference. But mm-hmm. I was telling Charles, I, I was I actually read some of the article, and one thing that it like brought light on was just the fact that, you know, people are normalized to testing now. That's what COVID. I was thinking it was too. So honestly. it mentioned that people are testing more, which would lead to more positives. But also, they mentioned that hospitalizations are for the flu are like off the charts right now apparently which is like a i mean that's not a relative statistic well, yeah, that's yeah. like and that's i just, mean I, t- I was telling you like i got a text from my mom saying that yeah like valley hospital in appleton like there's like no beds no beds in the hospital because of the flu right flu and covid yeah and i'm, I'm wondering that because we we learned about that in my di- um, microbial diversity class it, it it's the same with like any of your ecology classes like you think of you could you we could you could use an invasive species for example like that takes over and then all of a sudden it kind of just like goes away like something else needs to fill that niche then you know yeah or it's available to be filled and i kind of see that like invasive quote for quote that i just described is like covid and you know SARS-CoV-2 is kind of going by the wayside it seems like a little more and flu season's yeah. ramping up so maybe the flu is kind of splitting splitting the vote so to say with covid and now the covid's kind of gone and flu's going crazy mm-hmm. again people are still getting covid though i mean that's like yeah i don't i don't think it it's as much though i don't well it's not or maybe symptoms are just more minor it's not the crazy numbers of probably this time last year yeah this time last year was crazy but i think still people are still getting it yeah it's just not talked about as much maybe i think people are pretty tired of talking about it yeah yeah but yeah it's interesting you know three i mean it was three-day fever it only last i mean wednesday thursday oh dude it was a four-day ordeal it's probably the most sick i've been since freshman year it's the most I was, sick. I, I was crummy. I felt so crummy. It was the most sick I've ever been. Probably, I don't ever. Even, I wouldn't. Call, I'm not <laughs> going to say ever because I feel like there were times when I was really little when I was sick. But yeah, I mean, I just haven't had the flu. I feel like probably since I was like nine or ten, yeah. and it was like there'd be times where I'd be laying in bed and I'm like delusional. And like I can, you like you feel like your brain is like just not there, like, dude. Yeah, you know, that, like, I felt that. It was yeah. weird. I was, it was. I don't know. I was telling my roommates, I was like, "Do you guys like when you get a fever?" And I was kind of trying to argue that I, I, I kind of liked it. Why? I don't know. Just for the first couple hours, you get like, I, I like it when I'm cold, cause then I like can bundle up I in a little it. blanket, and then I, I get like kind of these like chills but I, I don't know i'm like nice and cozy you know no one's gonna agree with me on this but, but i mean after the first 12 hours like especially when i'm trying to go to bed and then you wake up did you wake up with like sweats i would wake up like the sheets are just so yeah that's the yeah. worst i I, yeah. I can't stand that because there's nothing you can do except like lay back down in the sheets and they're just freezing well, cold I, yeah. and I you're like a- I'm not going to change the sheets at three no. in the morning, you no. know. Like, I had like a flu uniform too. Like I just had this one <laughs> crew neck and one pair of pajamas. Oh my wore. gosh. Because I just, I never went anywhere. So I, I just wore the same thing and I slept in it. And then it's because, I don't know, they were also like, I was like, well, if these get gross and sweaty, like these can just be the, the sweaty and gross things for like, and they, you know, that was like a two day thing. I didn't wear it all four days. But. Yeah. But there was, oh gosh, like it would always come to me in the middle of the night, right when I'm waking up or like in the morning when I'm waking up. Cause also I guess I don't know about you. Were, were you really congested too? Like I was, no, that was the weird thing. It just, I had no congestion. Really? Yeah. I was completely plugged. plugged. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> like breathing out of my mouth while I'm sleeping, while I'm doing everything. Yeah. So then like waking up throat completely dry. Yeah. And like lips, 
totally cracked and totally chapped. <laughs> and I'm like, and then like to be like that, like delusional. Like there was a time, this is the weirdest thing, but like I swear it happened. I woke up, and like my my brain like felt. I don't even know how to describe Asleep? it because it was so weird. No, it was like I was out of it, and like for some reason I was identifying myself as two separate people. <laughs> That's if that so makes wild. sense like i was just that like that delusional like yeah. I, like i woke up and in my brain i was like two people and then like i hear this like void these like voices and it just it's like they're awake oh my gosh and then was it kind of spooky kind of yeah it was really scary and then like and then that hearing that just or it wasn't like i heard it but it was like that was like just a thought that i had and it, you know just like having a feverish whatever and then that snapped me out of it and then i was just like I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, wait, what? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Like, I yeah. was like, why was it like, I was just unconsciously like, just, I was two people. Like, that yeah. was just something that, like, you know, like, it's like having like out being that delusional. It was just so weird. And when you're sick, it's like a combination of being really tired. And I think just the fever that just, because I had those thoughts too. I don't, it's also, I spent way more time by myself than I like ever normally would yeah. in a normal day. So I like, I started getting some like cool thought, like honestly cool thoughts. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is cool. I had like a kind of change perspective. Honestly, in some ways it was nice because I'm always the type of person that's just like, go, go, go. And weirdly me being sick, it was like, no, like <laughs> your down. primary thing is just to take care of yourself and it was like low key relieving because I'm like, oh, all I have to do is be sick, you know. Like it sucks, but you don't have all these responsibilities. Yeah, your your biggest responsibility is like getting up and getting a glass of water. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I can do it. And that's even <laughs> you know? like hard. It was that's hard for even me. Challenging, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, and also just you have really weird dreams. Oh yeah, yeah. My dreams are already weird. It's so like when it becomes these fever dreams, it's like they're always just like really stressful. Yeah. Like I was having a very big like Tolkien, like Lord of the Rings phase um, the week previous to getting sick. It was like- Were all, you reading? Um, no. I'm going to read them, I think, next semester. But I Were watched, you watching the movies? I watched or? all the movies oh, and then okay. I was like just consuming like- a bunch of content online about like how the world was created like and, YouTube and stuff. Yeah. And That's like, cool. What are things they don't show in the show? And it's like, yeah. how are these magical? It's a really made? cool world. Yeah. But we designed it. And then I get sick and I have this fever and I'm having crazy thoughts and delusional, dr- uh, like dreams. And all those thoughts are probably still in your head. And I go to, and I go to bed and I have the most like whimsical, like dreams ever. Of a, of like elves and magic and like <laughs> wars and so and then also just very stressful and like I don't it was almost like I was reliving those movies but I was the main character and like I don't know I don't really know how to describe it but just having these like super lucid and vivid like <laughs> dreams about like dwarves and elves yeah, and all these yeah. crazy like it's just it was so weird and then you wake up and like you're back in the real world and you're completely out of it. And now like, again, like I'm having these like weird, like personality delusions. I don't know. It was so strange. Hmm. I'm glad it was over. Yeah. Yeah. You could like the, the feeling I thought feeling I felt waking up Sunday, Sunday morning and feeling like normal and not having like a period of, Oh, like what is going on? Like, yeah. I don't why I for, forgetting why I feel that way. Like it was crazy. I woke up and I'm like, like patting myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh! Like, and that's instantly, the thing. instantly yeah. felt the fever was Every, gone. Everyone knows that. Yeah. You you wake up. It's always when you wake up. Usually that that one morning you wake up and you feel like. I was refreshed. just like a little congested. You feel like a million I'm bucks. I'm 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 gonna guess that today's the last day of the congestion. It's like really residual, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still have a cough, but it doesn't like hurt anymore. That was one thing. I got this super nasty cough that I, it was so weird. It was like the deepest cough I've ever felt. Like yeah. it felt like it was in almost in my stomach. Like that's how deep it was. Like, you know what? Like a cold. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like in your throat. This was like somehow got really far down in my lungs and I'd like make these like, 
like really really dry but like anytime i do it to like clear my throat it would just it like you know that feeling where it just hurts like it just oh it's just stinging my lungs i have had in sickness and health yeah i guess i can't call it in sickness and health i guess i should say i'm so used to having it i've been coughing for like five months now Dude, my roommate's the same way. Like he's had this cough since August. Pr- me too. And it's but like it's a, not. It's not like a sick. He's not sick. It's like a producing cough. Like phlegm comes up, but I'm not sick. Like where I'm sick, but like I feel fine otherwise. Yeah, and you went to UHS and they told I went you to UHS and they said it was allergies. Hit you with the allergies. And I was like, you're okay, like, I don't so have allergies. I spent like a, so. Yeah, I don't have allergies. <laughs> but like, spent a ton of money on over the counter allergy medication that didn't work. Went back to UHS. They said it was bacterial. Gave me antibiotics. Oh, I don't think I had that update. They said it was bacterial. I took antibiotics. Still didn't work. Went back again. Then and, they said it was viral. And then they said it was allergies. <laughs> oh, okay. They said to keep taking what I was taking and it'll probably go away. And it never went away. That's interesting. So, yeah. It's been doing really weird things to my... Um, I don't even like... I don't know. It doesn't always... It was really bad when I had the flu. I was like... <laughs> uh, uh, like actually like actually like hurting myself and like yeah. almost gagging coughing yeah. like so loud but it's normally just like i don't know it almost makes me feel like walter white sometimes just having this like, <laughs> uh, 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 and then like yeah, it's like so, but like it's just gross and i don't know why and it's doing weird things to my singing voice dude like, that's dude that's funny you said that about walter white because there were a couple times when I coughed so hard, I like did check the hand check. Hand, I was yeah. like, "Is there blood?" Because I could, I swear I could like taste it, like taste the iron. Yeah. And then I look, I'm like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I do that too. Like I have when I was coughing so hard, I was like, "It's like, dude, I gotta be tearing something." Yeah. Like, I was it's like, it's was... bad, man. It's bad. <sighs> but yeah. So I think that's something I'll have to get checked out. I don't want to go to UHS again. I'm going to go back home. I just, I don't think they know what they're talking about, to be honest. Did I tell you about one time? It was the the second time I went to UHS for the thing when they gave me the antibiotics. I went in, you know, like I go to their screen. I check myself in and then I sit down. Like immediately someone calls me to the front. Like, okay, we'll take you back. And they do my vitals, my height, my weight, everything. And it was some like dude nurse and he's like, all right, just like sit right here. I'll be back in like five minutes. Like he leaves, I close the door and I'm like, all right, I'll pull out my phone. Maybe like 15 seconds later, the door opens and it's like a female nurse. She's like, Hey, how you doing? And I'm like, good. I was like, in my brain, I'm like, is this the doctor? Like, I don't know. And she's like, all right, can you step on the scale for me, please? <laughs> Wait, dude, were you like, I just did this? And I was not? like, yeah. And I step on the scale. She's like, all right. Takes my height, takes my weight again. She does all my vitals again. <laughs> then she writes them down on a separate thing. She's like, and then she's like, "Someone be in in fifteen minutes." In 15 minutes. Then she leaves, and I'm like, "I was like, am I gonna have like two dots? Like, wow, this like how like unorganized yeah, is this like, operation? That it, like, my vitals were checked twice, and now there's two. I don't, I don't know. And then one doctor came, and then that was it. But. Did you mention it to him? No. There were two nurses. I didn't. And I was like, (laughs) they just took like my vitals twice. (laughs) Like at first I thought maybe they just got the weight wrong and they're asking me to do it again. But yeah. Blood pressure. Did everything. Temperature. It's a thing. UHS is free, but I think I've maybe used it once or twice and I've never. They treat me. had my issues resolved. The one time I went, they're like, oh, it's viral. I'm like, okay. And they're like. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. I'm just like, oh, nice. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm there, I feel like I'm like almost like cattle being pushed through yeah. a line, if that makes sense. Like, well, it's the like, thing is, it's all, they most don't, of it's all students. Most, mostly they don't, and you know, you'd almost think sometimes with students that they'd be personable. But I was it, like something, I, like I said, I went three times for one thing. And one of the times, I don't even think one of them even looked at me wow. while they were giving me like vitals. The only people that are, are actually nice there are the actual doctors. Which I don't... Do they have actual doctors? They have a couple. Yeah, it's not... Majority is... Like doctor's assistant. Like me- or medical, medical students. Yeah. yeah, they may be... I don't, they're probably not even in it's residency. Like, it's they're, like treat me like a human being. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's tough. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I've never had much success there. No. Good old UHS, but yeah, all this, all this flu talk gets me excited for, for good old grad school. Yeah, I was gonna um, say, yeah, that's why I sent you the article. I'm like, I think I think like, differently when I get sick compared to other people. Like, I would agree. When I when I get really sick, I'm like. I, I can like I, I picture all those immune cells like in those courses that you learn about like oh they're going crazy right now like, well, yeah, go, yeah. go 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 well like <laughs> as as Jeremy was saying like he was trying to set up to hang out with me this weekend and so what did you say you were like you trying to chill or just relax and I, oh you're like what do you do tonight I said probably nothing I've sort of got the flu he said all right I was like, well, you trying to chill or just relax by yourself? And I was like, I don't know, dude. I have a fever. Yeah. And he texts me later that night and he says, so no. And then I just sent him a picture of like a thermometer that says like 102 degrees. And he goes, your body purging that virus right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought to myself, I'm like, Jeremy probably thinks of this very differently than I yeah, do. Yeah, I, I like, do. I definitely Having do. a fever, he thinks of your body fighting it, whereas I just think I'm miserable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's much, it's much different. But yeah, I'm getting I'm getting excited. I just uh just submitted ten applications. Oh yeah. For, to ten different immunology programs. When uh-huh. You're finding out. Yeah. Honestly in couple, winter break or yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. It'll be a couple weeks. It'll be soon. What's then the, I can nerd out, baby. Yeah. What's the top choice? Uh, Do you have one? I'd say top three would probably be University of Washington at St. Louis, they're like debatably one of the best medical science school, schools in the nation, especially since it's public. It's like a big deal. Or University of North Carolina, the Is Tar Heels. Tar Heels? Yeah. I think my brother really likes that school. Otherwise, University of Pennsylvania, that's in that's in Philly. That'd be pretty cool too. They got really good, they have a really good program there. Did you, see did you apply to Madison? Did Madison even no. have a? They don't have an immunology program, but oh. I could apply to like the micro program, but I, I didn't end up going. I just want to start a new chapter in a new place. You yeah, know? that's fair. So, yeah. I feel like if you're starting a whole big new chapter of school, I don't think I'd want to do it. Well, yeah, and it's not like a master's where it's two years. Like, I think if I was going for a master's, I could probably spend it. I would consider more, like, I think I could spend another two years here, but five, six years, I mean, that's... It's a long time. I don't, I, uh, Madison, I just, I just think I've kind of hit that expiration date. <laughs> if it's going to be that long, you know? Yeah. I don't want to try something else out, but... Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm taking all these classes that I'm I don't, just not... I thought I was really going to be interested in, but it's either the format of the class or... The content itself, I thought I was going to like, and I really don't. Like, I'm taking a pathogenic bacteriology course. So you go over all these, you know, like the bacteria that causes Lyme's disease, or you hear about, um, like MRSA. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've heard it. It's like a really super antibiotic resistant bacteria. Yeah. And we go over all these, and I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. But there's no, I really like the, the like crosstalk between the immune system and the pathogen. And it's not, there's no, Oh, well, what about the immune system? It's only, let's, let's talk about, about the bacteria. And it, it it's one of those classes where I don't know if you've taken a class like that, but it's like, they just go bug by bug. So you I've, know, ta- I've taken a class like that and they, they go over like 20 bugs, but each, each lecture ac- lecture is a different bacteria. So like, after the fifth one, it's, it's, you know, you figure out, you quickly figure out the pattern, you know, what's the disease it causes? How is it transmitted? What are the virulence factors of, of the, the bacteria and how do you treat it? And you just see that over and over yeah. and it's just, I don't, it's just getting really repetitive. Yeah, I like, took a parasitology. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it was like, similar. It's just a bad way to format a course, honestly. Yeah. Like you learn a lot that way, but. It is, it, you get to like week 12 and on and it almost feels like, okay, well, this one has the exact same transmission pathway or vector as this one. And this one has the same, like, yeah. it's a point where it's not even new information anymore. It's just new, same information. With a different, with a different combination, yeah, kind of. With a different yeah. combination of things. Well, then this one does 
you know, like diarrhea and vomiting instead of dizziness and confusion. Like it, or like the side effects. Yeah. Like, it's definitely yeah. definitely like a first world problem for sure and something I probably shouldn't be complaining about, but it's it, it doesn't come close to my immunology course at all. How mm-hmm. much I enjoyed that, you know. I was like coming to lecture every day like excited you know yeah and you you just don't get that a lot with that's only happened to me in probably like a couple classes yeah yeah monkey class <laughs> that was the one that was like this is like yeah yeah, yeah. it's 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 nice to have yeah. that that's how you know like what you're really f- fired up about you know i'm mm-hmm. also taking a cancer course and it's just i don't know something about well you hear about autoimmune diseases too like uh like lupus or inflammatory diseases that the immune system just kind of isn't in check and can lead to problems. I don't, I don't really like that. I want to, I want to see, okay, if everything goes according to plan, what's, what's the final result? Mm-hmm. It's normally the bug gets destroyed yeah, because the immune system is just so cool. And that's, that's what I want to see. Okay. How does it, how does it destroy it so efficiently? And what, what are some, some countermeasures that the that the virus or the bacteria uses to to try to fight that you know fight off the immune oh, yeah. system. So you're not, so you're not interested in even like I think autoimmune is even kind of cool I don't know I don't because like, that's like the immune system is almost like turning on itself. Yeah, isn't I, it? that, yeah that's like, why I don't like it. It's like it, it's just and other people are definitely more interested in this. But even when you look at allergies, you know, it's the immune system being activated when it shouldn't be activated and Mm -hmm. it's just like like those are problems that need to be addressed obviously but i can't i can't address every problem you know are you allergic to anything uh just like i have seasonal allergies that's it that's why you don't care about it no no no. i i i I care i'm just not i care about it i'm just not interested in it per se like it doesn't get me and it's the same thing with cancer i quickly realized that it's People look at cancer as this thing that spreads and it like has a mind of its own. It's like, no, it just, there's cells that mutate that become unregulated in their growth and they can slowly over time convince normal healthy cells to also become unregulated in their growth and eventually the accumulation of all those mutations leads to cancer, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Again, it's like something that, I mean, it's just, it's something that is kind of flawed. Like if everything goes according to plan, that shouldn't happen, but mutations arise and that's, that's just kind of how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I I just, I don't know. I'd like to see things in there. Like I know nothing in nature is like, it never ends up being like ideal, but. In the most perfect scenario. Yeah. Yeah. What would the outcome be? I I guess I kind of prefer that outlook on it so i'm similar in um you know there's not everything in zoology that you can be excited about like i'm not really into really anything micro actually which is just how, how we're different like i'm not really into anything micro at least you're honest at least you're honest and not even like phylogeny really gets oh, me going it's like, not even yeah, studying <laughs> like behavior of one organism really like i really like um like the evolution of population dynamics is like yeah, something that like I was going to say I, it's something I, more dynamic I mean like ecology like how like a population of one species and a population of another species interact yeah which is like that's like the one thing i find myself being really interested in now which now like i said i'm taking so many courses in it right now that i'm not really learning a lot of new information anymore yeah. in like my classes well that that's the thing about both of our fields is that in the past it it makes it it's a more simplified approach and you can understand more if you just look at the immune system or just look at the bacteria and what genes does it have but now we're at this i think we're at this turning point in in science at least in mine and your fields where like we know enough about the individual systems that we can kind of start putting them together and see how they interact. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you talk about these crazy interactions with population dynamics. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how as much about your field as I do mine, but 
I mean, I would assume 50, 60 years ago, you couldn't do something like that because either no. we didn't know all the knowledge there was to know about each individual subset population or that maybe the technology wasn't advanced or something like that. Well, also, yeah, and also like that field also has to do with a lot of simulation. Yeah. Too. It's like, because then that's... And we just didn't have the power. We, for, you know, a lot of the population dynamic, there's equations for it too, but like yeah. those equations need to be done by hand. Yeah. Which like completely slows any progress now. It's like now you could not only do the equation for what it is right now, but then also like make a projection into like, that's how they, you know, that's how they do like extinction projections and things like that. And like the cycle of populations of certain things and like, well, if it's going too low, like here's what it's all about models that, that like the entire field is just about models and making models simulations yeah which like is something that is really new as of like the past maybe 30 to make 30 like, years kind of predictions or yeah like to make predictions about yeah well it's like well we have this data of um i don't know like a rabbit population that's going down but like has it always been going down like i don't know or like is it going to come back up historically yeah. does it go down and come back up because there's you know Population cycling is a really popular thing where if you look at like 20 years of a species and think like its population is dropping dramatically, it's like, well, the population has dropped yeah, it's been doing dramatically that for the past 100 years. Like 300, mm-hmm. yeah, like every 20 years out of 40 years for the past 300 years. That's like, it's, crazy. it's like that, like that just happens. It's just normal, yeah. N- normally, yeah. But like, you should only be worried if that cycle breaks. Hmm. And know. you don't see that, okay? Or like, yeah, like you should be worried if it's going up a lot without going down, yeah. or it's going down and just keeps going down. You know, like then you know something. Or if changing. like the magnitude of the cycle changes, yeah, yeah, because then you know something's wrong too. For sure. I don't know, but yeah, like that whole field is new. You know, it's like that that kind of thing you weren't able to do at, at maybe at least at the speed that we're able to do it now. Yeah, yeah. Because now you just plug the data set in and you can just generate simulation and graph after graph after graph yeah so it's really cool well we gave you all a little little science rundown yeah where the where the zoology ecology and microbiology fields are heading or maybe heading as you can tell we're kind of fired up we got (laughs) that underground energy going for us so hope you all enjoyed tonight's badger variety hour and we got our final episode of the year next wednesday of the year so it's gonna be a finale we're gonna have you know as usual many many things planned i mean we could try and get a we're guest. gonna have a full lineup yeah we could get a guest we should try and get a guest otherwise i mean you could just chop it up too That's true. either way it'll be a great time and hope to see you there next wednesday from four to five just a reminder that you're listening to wsum 91.7 fm in the madison and surrounding <laughs> area i just like area. totally <laughs> blipped out there but hope you all enjoyed the episode and have a good rest of your week good night